an important place. Um, so I had to take a phone call right when I was getting ready to discuss a very damaging article about the governor of Ohio, Dr. Acton, and the reporting of coronavirus of the virus in Ohio. So anyway, um, this comes from the Columbus Dispatch. Let me scroll up here. Make sure, or no, I pardon me. This is from uh, WMFD.com, Central Ohio News and Sports. WFMD. Sounds like a, a news radio station. Uh, it says, go, the title of this is very damaging. Uh, Governor DeWine suppresses data disproving COVID-19 policies. So the backdrop, uh, the t- subtitle of this is, there says there's, or the title of this section is called Backdrop. Um, so COVID-19 first made an indelible mark on Ohioans uh, when Governor DeWine canceled the 2020 Arnold Classic, that's Arnold Schwarzenegger's bodybuilding festival, and it's the biggest sporting event in the world. Every sport you can imagine, uh, 20,000 people from 80 countries come to Ohio for this event. Uh, he canceled it, you know, because the, the it was the, toward the end of February, the beginning of March. And the Arnold Classic, you know, would have brought 20,000 some people from other countries when we didn't have a... clear picture of this coronavirus pandemic. We just knew it was spreading around the world and it was spreading here in the United States. And we were we were still early in the pandemic uh, process. This was before any stay-at-home orders or anything like that. The stay-home stuff came quickly after that and things started to happen very quickly uh, in the following days and weeks. Um, so I really don't give a shit about the backdrop. We all know what that is. Um, this article points out that the early data was flawed, which we know. Nearly a week before the stay-at-home order was issued, Imperial College epidemiologist Neil Ferguson modeled the coronavirus outbreak or COVID-19, whatever. Ferguson modeled 
Ferguson's model became the point of reference for leaders across the globe. Um, you know, and of course we know that you know there aren't 350,000 British dead. There are not four million Americans dead. Uh, you know, a hundred thousand is bad, but uh, you know it's a fraction of the 2.2 million that the models said. And the way that they modeled it for here in Ohio, like the even the Cleveland Clinic, which is a world-class cancer hospital, great hospital, they modeled. And Dr. Acton said that at the height of Ohio's uh, pandemic peak, uh, the height of the curve, you know, the world, world famous curve that we wish we flattened. Um, you know, they said there would be, you know, 10, first 16,000 cases a day. And then, you know, they dropped it back to 10,000 and that kind of stuck until the, the supposed two week height, uh, never heightened and was flat but that they always said there would be like two ten thousand cases um and here it says odh model ohio department of health revised twice revising new cases per day to ten thousand the second revision ratcheting new cases down to two thousand per day um Outside sampling of a full prison with thousands of inmates, Ohio never saw more than 100 cases in any given day throughout the health emergency. Um, let me stop right here for a second. Um, I've, on m multiple occasions, said that, you know, I've patterned myself in my political career after Governor DeWine, uh, you know, and he's a good man and he means well. Uh, the problem is the data has been so bad. <clears throat> but because just because we don't have <clears throat> more than 100 new cases a day with something like this, doesn't mean we can't get um, a thousand new cases tomorrow. But I, I've stuck by DeWine and his decisions for the longest of times. But I read so much online, like this article I'm reading now, and research by practicing physicians, and research by uh, other medical experts, blah, blah, woof, woof, that says... It's over. We're going to be fine. The average age of death in the coronavirus anywhere in the world is actually higher than the average life expectancy. Okay? The majority of people, and Dr. Acton pointed this out, Dr. Burks, Dr. Fauci, everybody pointed this out. The majority of people that will die from something like this are going to be sickly people, people that are sick, very sick to begin with, or the very elderly, and oftentimes the very young. Uh, 
but you'll get your rogue case where somebody who's healthy, if you consider vegans healthy, but nonetheless, somebody who's healthy uh, and in you know their 20s or 30s will catch it and die because every human body's a little different. So I supported Governor DeWine. I was scared for family members. I was scared for myself. Uh, I found out that my job in the gig economy is considered essential. So that was that worked out well for me. Um, a family member of mine took her almost a month to get her first unemployment and everything. But nonetheless, it, it, all's well that ends well. People are alive, a lot in part thanks to Dr. Acton and Dr. or Governor DeWine. But this article is alleging there's been misreporting. I I know for a fact that the models are wrong. That's all been proven wrong. Uh, some of the reporting is wrong uh, as far as you know how pe people who died how many people died of the virus. Uh, we're seeing states walk back their numbers a little bit. Um, Ohio has gotten two categories now of virus deaths. There are people that are confirmed to have died of the virus and people who possibly died from the virus. Uh, anyhow... At first, if someone died and their autopsy showed they had virus germs in their body, they were marked as a virus death. Now, the CDC and Burks and Fauci and Acton have said, no, we can't report it that way anymore. Uh, it's got to be a confirmed, they definitely died of the virus. So... Nonetheless, let's delve back into this article. Early data ignored. Whether willfully or ignorantly, important information was ignored. The information that could have been used to direct public policy and mitigation strategies. Information out of Italy and China revealed two critical factors DeWine and Acton could have used to laser focus their response. One, people aged 79, I told you, and older with other diseases are most at risk for serious outcomes, especially death. People above 30 with high blood pressure, diabetes, and heart disease were at accelerated risk with though much lower risk than the risk to those ages 60 to 80 years and older. No one below 30 died from coronavirus. And that, that's not true. I'm sure somebody out there below the age of 30 died of coronavirus. In fact, we had a a youngster. Well, it could have been one of those people that uh, 
potentially died from coronavirus or whatever that new death category they have is. But anyways, we'll skip that discussion for later. This information was clear even before the Ohio Department of Health Director Amy Acton signed the first stay-at-home order, the perils of economic fallout and shelter-in-place also documented for consideration as the administration formed policies. Um, After the first SARS outbreak, studies on the secondary impact on mental health showed that serious distress among the quarantined causing PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, and depression when the sick were quarantined for just two weeks or less. Now, these quarantine issues have been coming out in two-week increments, by the way. Um, 2008 financial crisis spiked suicides. Well, this is causing a... This lockdown, stay-at-home stuff, is causing uh, economic distress and fear. And suicide rates have gone up, along with domestic violence, uh, child abuse and alcoholism, alcohol-related deaths, and uh, drug-related deaths, drug overdoses. Um, Instead of using a scalpel to carve out policies, To target the most vulnerable, by the way, this is the article, in case you couldn't tell, because it's like more coherent than my gibberish. Uh, Instead of policies to target the most vulnerable, alleviate the economic impact and spare the uninfected from sheltering, DeWine, Acton, and Houston did the opposite. They swung a wrecking ball. (laughs) Okay, let's get down to... uh, this suppressed data daily death tolls during each presser dr acton will review the ohio covid19 dashboard you may note dr acton reports deaths as reported in the last 24 hours the deaths reported in the last 24 hours are different than actual numbers in de- of deaths in the last 24 hours Now, this created a problem uh, over the weekend. So, on May 21st, bars and restaurants were allowed to open, and they did, to much avail. They were allowed to open for in-house dining and drinking, or inside dining and drinking, right? So, on Saturday... 87 deaths were reported. Well, that was from multiple days before that. But the impression given in the Ohio Department of Health's report was that 87 people died on Saturday after the bars and restaurants opened. Now, there had been a soft opening of restaurants and bars for outside dining, There have been a soft open to other stores and businesses. Uh, They can only have so many customers inside at a time and so on and so forth. And Ohio has even been sending out law enforcement and marshalling, quote unquote marshalling, uh, bureaucrats to go out and 
check on restaurants and businesses. Uh, some of these people are undercover, and then when they catch you violating uh, something, they wet, they you know flash a badge of some sort and start writing you down and fining you. Um, so these people have been going out and marshalling the community, but the point, back to my point, the impression was given that, you know, hundreds or thousands of people caught the virus on May 21st and died on Saturday, May 23rd. Okay. Uh, you know, and people were, or one friend of mine was going off, see, see, some of you who can't follow the rules are ruining it for all of us. You know, one of these people that has to have the mask and everyone has to wear a mask, you know, and, you know, God bless them. You know, people in Asia, they go through these uh, health crises and, you know, like during flu season or SARS or you know, bird flu and swine flu and all these things. You saw, you know, people overseas wearing masks all the time. And, you know, particularly people in Japan. And Japan has beaten this without shutting anything down. Okay? With, you know, they're just awesome. And we can learn a lot from Japan. But, you know, they're more apt to not be obese and they wear the little masks. But nonetheless, you know, people started banging the drum and causing fear that we were going to have to close everything back down because, look, man, we opened up on Thursday and 87 people die on Saturday. That's not true. The actual number of people that were reported to have died on Saturday was seven. The other 77 were from previous, the previous days, week, and the reports didn't make it to Columbus until Saturday. But some in the media and some in the social media picked up on this and said, Oh, look, as soon as we open things up, 87 people die in one day. No, that's not what happened. And that's what this article is pointing out right now. So, again, deaths reported in the last 24 hours are different than the actual number of deaths in the last 24 hours. The number reported is almost always inaccurate and inflated because it includes deaths over several days, perhaps as far back as January. So, yeah, like if some little rural hospital that may not be, you know, caught up technically, technologically, um, they may be not sending their reports in as quickly. Just an idea of mine. Uh, here's the thing. Here's what I'm talking about. May 23rd, the Ohio Department of Health indicated there were 84 deaths reported over the past 24 hours. However, the real number of deaths totaled 7. The difference of 77. This 77 death inaccuracy was found only after reviewing 
the CSV file available for download on the state dashboard site. The CSV file lists the, the accurate daily number of deaths and can be found after much digging. Suppressing the data or suppressing the daily death totals is dangerous. Inflated inaccurate data gets picked up and reported by unsuspecting news outlets that in fact that in fact happened on May 23rd when Ohio the when an Ohio media outlet reported 84 deaths under the headline deaths more than doubled the previous 24-hour period. Now, a friend of mine posted that very article to social media and saying, no, look, see what happens, all you people out there that can't follow the rules. You're, you're ruining it for all of us. Like, what are the rules? If I'm six feet away from you, why do I need a mask? When my germs can't be spread to you, and this is now reported by the CDC and World Health Organization, unless I cough directly on you, or I'm coughing and you walk through my vapor cloud of cough, or my vapor cloud of snot, you can't pick this up. And now the CDC is even reporting that it doesn't live as long on surfaces as, or it's not as contagious on surfaces. Like if somebody with COVID or with the virus, YouTube sensors, touch this bottle, and then I walk by and touch this bottle, that doesn't mean I'm, I'm instantly going to get the virus. So misrepresenting the death, to, back to the article, misrepresenting the Death total is now is not a new practice. During a press conference on April 14th, Governor DeWine repeatedly claimed 50 people died over the previous 24 hours. The actual number of reported deaths was five. When confronted with the disparity, DeWine deferred to Acton, who said, I think the reporting might be lagging. See, so the media will pick up on that number 50 and scare the britches off a lot of people. But the the reporting is behind. And if you listen carefully to all of Dr. Acton and Governor DeWine's press conferences, Dr. Acton has pointed out in the past that the numbers are lagging behind. So when they say there were this many deaths reported today, that doesn't mean that this many people died today. But the media picks it up as, and reports it as, these deaths were reported today, so these many, this many people died today. Because that's how other states are doing their reporting. Other places are doing their reporting. They're telling you the number of people that died that day. Um... So you can read this article on yourself. You know, I want to say this uh, on, if you need to Google this for the people listening to the podcast, this comes from, I'll read the website again. 
It comes from uh, WMFD, William Mary Fred David, WMFD.com, North Central Ohio News and Sports Station. Now, for those of you on YouTube, there's a link in the description, of course. Uh, I do not believe that people need to protest outside of Dr. Acton's home. I think that's foolish. Foolish. I think that's ignorant. Uh, the people marching around Columbus with Confederate flags or rebel flags, or as I call it, the cracker flag, need to stop. You're not showing your rebellion against the government by carrying the rebel flag, okay? You're just showing you're stupid. That flag represents a very bad division in our country, and our country needs to unite right now. Right now. Because, yeah, this is bad. It's not as bad as we thought it was. It's not as bad as it once was, but it's as bad as it'll ever be, right? This is a time for Americans to come together. Instead of, you know, putzing around with a rebel flag or a Nazi flag, because obviously whenever you walk around with a Nazi flag, liberals are going to say, oh, look, the, the Nazis are out protesting. No, the idiots are trying to say that the governor or where, whatever governor they're protesting, because it's not just here in Ohio, it's in a lot of states. They're trying to say that the governors are acting like Nazis. Learn what the Nazis were. They were most the most vile, disgusting animals ever on this planet. Okay? And we don't need to compare any modern politician to the Nazis. Okay? Unless you have proof that that politician is committing mass genocide. Okay? The term Nazi gets thrown around for somebody who's very strict, somebody who's very, you know, follow my rules or I'll smack you on the hand. Uh, I mean, so we got to watch what we're doing, but also our leaders need to watch how they're leading us, what, where they're leading us, what information they're giving us, how the information is presented. Because right now, Americans need hope. And we need to get out of this uh, crisis mode and get back into Americana mode. And, you know, businesses re need to reopen. If a business reopens and employees refuse to go back to work because they're making more money off of, uh, off of, um, unemployment, then the business needs to report those people and they need to be kicked off the unemployment rolls. So there you have it. Uh, remember to pray for one another. Have a good, good night and God bless you one and all. Thank you very much for uh, listening and watching and goodbye. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. <laughs>